All right, everybody, welcome to the Pro Circuit uh, podcast from Motocross and Nations Sunday edition. Did a Saturday qualifying one, and uh, now everything is done. Adam Wheeler, the voice of reason, the best writer I've ever read on the Motocross Circuit, and uh, and Jason Thomas, the angry, confused American watching MotoGP. Child. I'm not confused. <laughs> And I, I would like an explanation of why I'm confused. I, like you're, I you're, understand math. I, no, I watch the race. But you're maybe shell-shocked. Like, what happened? The, the no, I know gamut, exactly The gamut of emotions today, JT. We had it, and then there was... Yeah, I'm not confused. Um, I know what Do you want to quickly sum up what happened, Steve? Well, let me just say this, Adam. I've been to a lot of these. You've been to a lot of these. This might have been the wackiest motocross in nations. We had Jason Anderson performing amazing and winning a moto with a broken foot. Then he gets landed on after the finish. Can't race the, the, the third moto. Cooper Webb, uh, first Netherlands has it, which I was actually surprised. I didn't realize Netherlands had done that well in the other motos. Netherlands had it for 15, 20 minutes. They were going to win the Mercosur the Nations first time ever. Then, great ride by Cooper to fight through. The USA was going to win by one point. Then USA was going to win by two points. And Cooper Webb, with about a lap and a half to go, ditched it on a corner, couldn't get up on a hill, couldn't fight himself up. He's a short guy. And France takes another victory. And they were fourth with probably 10 minutes to go. Belgium was third. So, I mean, Adam, one of the strangest, wackiest destinations we've seen. I think uh, the commentators earned their money today around the circuit because they just kept everybody informed of what was going on. Otherwise, you'd have no idea. No. Well, even Febra said after the race, he came across the finish line and was like, nah, we didn't win. Really? Really? We okay. Won? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, uh, it was amazing. But I, I think maybe JT can also offer some observation on this, but yesterday we were pretty scolding of the Team USA yes. how, my yeah. how they turned it around yeah. I was thinking after the first moto today I can't remember the results they were top 4 top 7 uh, no, yeah. Martin had a 4 four and 8 after the first moto today I imagine Roger De Costa sat them down and said guys maybe you're not going to win today just do not make any mistakes and yeah. that first moto set the day up perfectly for a, yeah. for a comeback yeah it was uh, I think like my report I mean this is I think my reporting after this race will be look at what they almost did instead of look at what they blew. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they, didn't, they were down a guy. They got 15th yesterday. They had the 15th and 35th gate picks or what it Like, look at what they almost did. It could have been an amazing story instead of being, ah, Cooper Webb blew it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. JT, do you want to weigh in on this? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. Uh, you know, I was arguing with Chad a few minutes ago, and, you know, he's well, that, always... That should go well. No, and, and we were both in agreement on some things and not on others, but, you know, I, my point was I, I don't feel that uh, this was anything like last year's Motocross Nations as far as Sunday and, and France winning and uh, it just being open and shut. I, I feel like last year France made it possible for us to have a chance. They really shouldn't have. They were that much better than everyone this year, I, I didn't feel that way. I, I, I feel like the way that the USA rode today, if, if you take a few things out of the picture, you know, the, the I'm going to say a non-racing incident with Anderson. I'm not saying it was his fault or not his fault. Um, I think that changed the entire vibe of the team. I think going into the last moto, Webb doesn't have to be a superhero in the last moto. He doesn't have all the pressure that he had going into the moto where it's like, everything's riding on you now, Cooper. You've got to come through against Paulin and Febra and Hurlings and all these guys. Uh, so really, at, at that moment, I you know I know we lost when Webb crashed. I get that. But I really felt that the tide turned when Anderson went out. I thought I could change the whole dynamic of the day. France was, I don't want to say discouraged, but I don't think they had the the excitement level that they had after Anderson went out because it really opened the door for everyone. 
Well, when but you they, give when you give America a forty or whatever, a thirty-eight or yeah. whatever the score is, yeah. it really, really changes the dynamic for everyone going into that last moto, and anything's possible. There. I would have bet a lot of money on France winning this before the third moto. Oh, Anderson's out. When really? I knew Anderson was out, I'm oh, like, of course. I'm like, yeah, France that's, has that's this. That's what I'm saying. I would have bet that's a lot of money. Saying. And then they got poor starts. They both yeah. got poor starts. And Paulin wasn't the normal Paulin that we've seen. To be honest, Paulin was a long way behind Bouchon, Jose Bouchon for Spain, and uh, he must have had some serious hurry up from the pit lane yeah. because he was just coasting around like we've seen quite a few times this yeah. year in the Grand Prix. And then suddenly he was he was pushing hard. And, yeah, I mean, uh, watching that Honda coming down some of the hills was pretty scary. I have a note here uh, about the race, and my note says, Paulin fastest lap was his last lap. Fastest lap of his of his what race. Does that mean? Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, it means his other laps weren't very good. That's what it means. Because <laughs> he, he didn't ride well on um, that moto. Yeah, he did not. So I was like, oh wait, France is going to win. Oh wait, they blew it with starts and not riding that well. USA is going to win, and and you know we know what happened. So just an up and down day. Uh, JT, I I said on Twitter like Anderson pulled a weird move before the finish. And people weren't too happy with me saying that. But as a mechanic, as a guy who's watched all the races, the way he slowed up and broke braked so hard at the finish. Now, look, he, nobody deserves to get landed on, but you got to remember that lapper from Japan never got the last lap flag because he got lapped on it. So he didn't really know. Now, you should be smarter than that. But I don't think Anderson is 100% innocent here. No. And neither of them are completely without blame. That's... I, I agree. I, I don't think yeah. as Anderson... I think he would look back on this one day and he'll realize you can't do that. You can't roll over the finish and then ride in the middle of the track with no hands on the bars at one mile an hour when people are still coming. Yeah. I'm not not saying that the Japanese guy shouldn't have been more aware as well. He should have known the situation and where Anderson was and all those things too. Uh, It's just an unfortunate thing. I think both of them deserve some blame. I think it it is a just a, a black mark on the day you know it, it added excitement for the last moto yeah. but I, I think it just kind of it was a downer for team usa i think more than anything that you know going into the last moto half the team didn't care anymore because they were worried about their guy you know, yeah it just changed the whole day and uh I yeah did. but what to your you, point i, I do did. think jason deserves a yeah. little bit of yeah. I, 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 it sucks yeah. to say i don't no, I, i'm I, glad yeah. he's okay yeah and i don't care about the result i'm not i he rode his ass off in the first yeah, moment to the win that moto. Awesome, so. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not placing blame because we lost at all. I'm, bl- I'm placing blame in that no, no, exact moment, yeah. in that exact but, maneuver. For me, uh, the blame lies more with the, the Japanese backmarker. You don't have a last lap flag over here, but you have a two-lap board. So there's a, a, one there's lap a blame board. pie, Wheeler. That's what we do in America. Yeah. How much do you sign to the Japanese rider out of 100? 70%. Okay. Because... You know, he, uh, you know, he should have known. He was lapped. I agree. Roger DeCosta's, you know, verdict was pretty damning in the press conference, and I agree. You know, the guy comes by you, he had the, sh- the checkered flag was being waved. Mm-hmm. The, the fire was shooting out the top of the bridge. You know, yeah. it, it couldn't even That's be true. more clear that the, the race was over. Everyone's leaning out the pit lane going crazy at Anderson. Yeah, yeah. The, how much more clues do you yeah, need? Yeah, he had lapped the them before over? then, before the pit lane, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of, kind of, you know, that jump, I believe. But yeah. How many times yeah. you see a guy win a race and just coast across the finish, he doesn't get landed on all the time? Yeah, no. No. I think part of the thing, we've seen this before with, it's it's a unique uh, dynamic at this race to have riders that are very inexperienced yeah. in the mix yeah. with guys that are world class yeah. and the best in the world because uh, you have incidents where Japan 
I know they have some great riders, but I don't think that was necessarily one of them. Uh, where a country like Puerto Rico could sneak in somehow. If they had Jimmy and yeah, Zach yeah, Osborne, yeah, yeah. and then they had a rider Third that has zero right. experience, yeah, yeah. that stuff can happen right. in those scenarios. So I'm not saying that's exactly what happened this um, time, but stuff like that happens at this race more than others because of stuff like that. But how about his ride, Adam? Yeah. How about that ride? Uh, Hurlings was probably a bit faster. He did catch him from a ways back, but he fell, and that's yeah. racing. What a ride. Also, he was very honest pre-race, saying he was nervous about being picked. Oh, he wanted yeah. to make sure he was feeling good and riding good. And I think he, I think his performance today was among pulled, the best. Pulled the start, rode loose, rode fast. Just yeah. a phenomenal ride. Um, I mean, that's the best we've seen him ride probably since Anaheim, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right? I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he had some yeah. great rides in Supercross, but yeah. nothing like and, that. And again, remember, his foot's frozen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, yeah. or pain pills, I guess I should nothing say. Nothing like that. Yeah. Calm, control. Yeah. He didn't let Hurlings rattle him yeah. at all. You know, I, I realize Hurlings caught him and had yeah. more speed than him and all that, but he, he never let no, Jeffrey yeah. rattle him yeah. at all. You know, he was The irony really is that poised. Cooper's probably going to leave here with more pain. Yeah, then, then Jason Anderson. Jason, because yeah. you can look That's back and think, I did, I did my job. You know? Yep, yep. Um, now, I, I was watching it on TV a little bit live. Did did Fabric clip his back tire or no? Did Coop just... No, he just... Coop just, just crashed. Just okay, because at the moment, yeah. Fabric was coming by. And he was not bad. He had the bad he, luck to be on did, that gradient. And he's where, short. It's yeah. an absolute perfect storm of trying to couldn't get over the, back over the hay bales the bike was facing the hay bales he's too yeah. short to really move the bike it was um, I don't know if it would have mattered in the end as far as winning or losing but it was like the worst possible scenario for where to crash for his yeah. his stature yeah uh, Alex Martin good, good day today for Alex second moto he wasn't that stoked with he followed Sewer around first moto was terrific he yeah. was outside the top 20 he rode great uh, I, I think he could have had a little more of the second moto, but it was still a great ride. Uh, yeah, he, said were, he, were, was, uh, he said he ate, yeah. and then he was throwing it up five minutes oh, in. Really? Yeah. yeah. There were he guys just in had front no of him energy. that there was an opportunity to get guys in front of him. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, all I really hoped he would do was go out and beat Patrick twice. That's really what I was hoping for yeah. from him, and he did that. Yeah. So I have nothing but good things he to say about two Alex. guys always like the supporting actor, really, you know. Mm-hmm. He just has to do a quick job and you know nobody really notices yeah. that much yeah. but, you know. two, two rides inside the top 10 from your MX2 guy I think is more than enough to ask for uh, Adam you follow the GP circuit most impressive day today Hurlings Tony or Fabra what do you think I'm going to choose Kevin Stribos actually they went up the board <laughs> I mean he was good Stribos was great Kevin Stribos <laughs> has had a um, he's a class rider do you agree with that he had a, mid- a miserable year um Stribos. I know about Stribos, what you say. That it's the most impressive rider was Stribos. Uh, I was shocked. I, honestly, in the middle of the moto, I was really unhappy with Cooper letting Stribos yeah. pass him in right anyway, away. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to see if you agreed with him, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, continue. Can, carry on. So for me, that was the most impressive. Yeah. Considering what's happened in MXGP this year. Yeah. I mean, Van Horbeek won the MX2 bike. Again, very strong. He got passed by Simpson on the last lap. Probably yeah. More credit to Simpson than to Jeremy. Yeah. But other than that, Hurlings is the headline, isn't he? First, yeah. first real ride on the 450. Yep. And uh, three it, claims three days of riding, and he did the job. It looked like in the third moto, he's like riding, and he's like, oh, Tony's catching me. Gotta go. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah. like effort. I don't know if Tony made I mistakes or. I don't know if that's the case. I think Tony put in everything he had. He put his splurge of effort in, hoping it was enough to break to break Jeffrey and get by, and it wasn't. Yeah. And I think Jeffrey. I think at that moment Tony just said, "I, I can't get him." Yeah. I, I don't think Jeffrey had to necessarily go away. I think Tony yeah. basically just said, I, "I can't do it," and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crash out of this thing trying to make it happen because he he did. He gave gave his effort, got to his wheel, and then it, it's it's. If you watch 
these guys race, they do it quite a bit where they feel a moment of vulnerability in the guy ahead of them, and they'll go two or three laps at their limit. But at that sprint, you can only hold that sprint level for a few laps, and if you don't break them, you basically blow yourself up trying, and, right. and that's kind of what I saw from that moment. Uh, Belgium, uh, Van Horbeek, very impressive. Uh, now, did he have the inside both motos? Do we know? If he started the I inside tell gate, you any... or did Strive? Because they both had killer starts all day, both guys, no matter where they were. So that was impressive. Uh, so Van Horby won the MX2. Yeah. Strybos, you just said how good he was, how great was he was. Van Donick, we all thought that might be yeah. the, the weaker. First he, yeah. yeah. He said in the press conference he was very nervous. He was surprised to get the call. So yeah. he had a big you know. crash in the first moto as well. Yeah. Yeah. On the start being yeah. the Sal. He was actually winning here in MXGP a couple of years ago. He yep. had an electrical problem. It could have been a very nice story for the Belgians. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, a crazy this nations. And yeah. so, JT, I, I, are we... I don't think anybody brought their A team to this event. No. I, I know there's been a lot of hoopla about America not having their necessarily best guys, in quotes. Uh, which, that's... I'm not trying to take a slight at our team we brought here, because I thought they did a great job. I'm just saying everybody had issues with their team. I feel Muscan is a... Lights out choice for the two, you know, the MX2 class. I'm not sure if you wanted to or the politics that go on there. Yeah. But if you bring, if you replace Muscan, you know, put him and for Patrell, that's a, you yeah. know, lights out team. Yeah. You bring in whoever you want from America, Dungey, Tomac, whoever. I think that changes the game as well. And then if you put DeSalle back in for Belgium, that changes the game. Yeah. So everyone had their issues. Uh, but that was, that's what made it so equal it was, this year. And it was, yeah, that's what made it so yeah. nutty. So right. I mean, down. I know we can say ifs and buts, and, you know, Roxon wasn't here either, but neither yep. was Geiger. So, yep. you know, he might have had something to say about those race wins. I wrote an article recently asking if the intensity of the young guys like Geiger, now like Hurlings, like Febra last year, you know, the yeah, first yeah. rookie yep. to win the championship, whether that's having an edge over people like the Sal and Nagel, these old timers like Cairo. Yep. I mean, I think you saw Tony's like a caught in that middle. Yeah, a little I, bit. But. Hurlings today had the intensity. You know, yeah. he really had the intensity. Tony would, I mean, if this was a world championship round, Tony's going to come away thinking that's some good points in the bag for me. Yeah. yeah. But then Hurlings was the one that had, that had the glory. Also. Right, right. Um, can you talk about Benoit? Kevin Benoit. It's probably the surprise of the day. Come on. One of the best French riders here. <laughs> can't even can't even give it to me. I mean, no, I, I, that's a compliment. I feel like he was the third best French rider here. I mean, he was surprise of the day. Maybe the Come second on. best French rider. You didn't even know who he was. He, no, I you no can make an argument that he was better okay, than Paul. Right, he's Canada, Canada he's yeah, messed with the, the, the top of the leaderboard. He they must did. be over the moon. They were eighth after the first moto, tenth overall. It's a good day for my country, finally. It's been 15 years. You just finally had a good two day. athletes now. Um, yeah. Thanks. Uh, Great Britain. Uh, Simpsons bike broke. Anstey had a terrible day. Searle fell in the first lap of the first moto or off the start or something. I was just trying to work out where the house would fall today because it's usually something with Great Britain. Something happens. Yeah, I mean, Sean Simpson doesn't have a technical problem in 18 Grand Well, he's racing 15 Grand Prix. Eight British Championship rounds, wins pre-season internationals in the first, and only technical problem he has is at Motocross and Nations again for the second time in three years. Yep. Yeah, right. Two years. Broke his chain. Two years. Um, Anstey was off. Oh. Anstey was yeah. He didn't look great yesterday either. Though. No, no. Well, he, got a, he said he got a rock in the nuts yesterday. But even yeah. before then, yeah. it wasn't... Uh, I, I've seen him this year in MX2 class ride incredibly well. But White he, race wins, on the pace. He just didn't, they just he didn't lost see those numbers. He's honestly been on and off. Yeah. yeah. He'll start. Fantastic one moto, be top three, and then yeah. he'll I mean, be 20th. He's a sand guy. He's a soft surface guy, right? This is not soft surface. Yeah, but he's a very technical rider. That's okay. why I thought this, this track would have been for yeah. him. But um, I, I feel just his talent level and ability level should have risen him above where he was today. 
Yeah. And Searle, uh, late in that third, he was running third for the longest time in that third moto, dropped back at the end, but, not, you know, but again, the crash in the first one sent him way back, so. Yeah. Did, I, we, did we beat you? No, What'd you get? No, I don't think you did, thankfully. No, I remember, I remember thinking it's over from the first lap of the first moto. I was like, that's it. Got to wait another it's 12 over. friggin' months now. Well, you were 24 and, hours later than me because I thought it was over yesterday. <laughs> that's what I, I mean, again, that's like, we all talked yesterday. You were like, I don't know what's going on. These guys got to ride better. They're not riding good well, enough. Never mind the crashes. Look at the change from yesterday yeah. to today. And, we touched on this yesterday. Going to Glen Helen now next year, Team USA going to be even more up for it, or do you reckon wearing the one, two, three, they would have been equal? No, no, no. They equally, they, uh, they go to Glen Helen and they kick ass just because it's American track. Here's an interesting dilemma, though. Roger just said in the press conference, uh, someone asked him if Cooper deserved to go next year, and we all figure it would be Dungey, Tomac, and, and, and I guess could could, could be Cooper. Um, but Roger has not shown a tendency to do that for years. Do you put Cooper on the team next year, no matter what? Like, even if he gets beat, he's a rookie 450 guy next year. Do you not put no matter what. Absolutely. I think you have a whole season of racing to determine that. Roger said he deserves a spot. Surely he's deserve, one of the... Deserve is relative to the situation at okay. hand. I mean, right. yeah, Surely he's one of the leading means one-two championships this yeah. year. He must sure. be the leading rider in the sure. U.S. Yeah. Young um, and, you know... Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really will come down to next season, next season. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's know, a long way There's so away. many changes right. that go on. Riders rise and fall, and they have injuries, and they ride poorly, and they ride great. And uh, but I think you wouldn't, you wouldn't pick Coop. I would penalize him you from this. You no, no, no. You wouldn't pick Coop to give him, you know, to reward him. No matter, say he, he is the third or fourth best pick next year for America. I think coming off the heels of losing, this is five in a row, four in a row, five. Uh, I think you have to pick the best okay, yeah. willing team possible. Just no emotion, no emotions. Well, you, yeah. well, being in America, they're they're going to want to win. I think Roger's going to be under pressure to have a winning team next yeah. year at an American motocross nation. So you have to pick the best team. Okay. I think that's. I think that could have bitten France this year because I don't necessarily think they pick their best possible team. Yeah. I think they do that. They fly in the face of sometimes on purpose, uh, and it could have bitten them today. I think if Muscan's here, we, yeah. we can't uh, we can't win. I don't do think. think Costa will still do it. I think so. Everyone's scared to. He's not going to bow out. I don't like think that, he really, would bow out. And I, I think there are people behind the scenes wondering if it's him. And I think that's insane. I, I think that's just insane. I know there are people, fans, industry people, that have told me like, is it time for him to go? Is he the? Re-? And it's like no, no, he doesn't do that much. He just, you know, one. You can argue the team was one rookie, one kid that you probably wouldn't have selected for the nations. But Anaheim won. No. And then you had you know one young kid, very impetuous, yeah. very willing to, you know, very emotional. Yeah. So I think he earned his chips for the managerial side. Like I yep. said, after that first motor today, he said, listen, guys, this is yeah. how we win yeah. the across the nations, especially after yesterday. I don't put any losses on Roger. I wish he'd open his mind a little bit to putting a 450 guy on a 250 bike like he, we used to do. Hannah, O'Mara, but we don't do that. But eh, whatever, it's not the... Yeah. I think the French team next year, talking about Glen Helen next year, the French team will be very, very good. I, I, the only question mark I have is how Paul in, if he improves when he makes his move away from HRC. But Muscan will be great. Fever will be great. Both of them have ridden Glen Helen plenty and excel there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third, you know, the MX3 guy is a question mark for me if, if Paul in stays there. Uh, but for the rest of it, I think we're we're in for a race on our hands. I don't see a runaway American win. I don't. I think maybe we win, or maybe we're the yeah. favorites, which we haven't been as of late. Uh, but I think France will be very, very tough next year. Uh, JT, where does this rank on the level of losing four years? 
I don't know how to, I don't know how I feel about it. Last year, I was not upset at all because okay. I, I genuinely yeah. felt like we were the yeah. second best team. Right. I wasn't. I wasn't angry. I wasn't upset. We got the placing we deserved last year. This year, I, I feel like weird circumstances contributed to us getting third. I felt like our guys performed better than third place. Uh, I mean, this race, you have to have all three guys finish every moto and do well. I understand that. But I, I felt like genuinely this year we, we had the riding to win. Latvia, Germany? No, we weren't, we weren't even close okay. to those. Well, no more, no more Germany, Germany I, if Tomac doesn't crash, yeah. we have we absolutely have a chance. Uh, Lomo, we were way off. Latvia, we were way off. Uh, but this year, I felt like our guys maybe performed the best. Uh, do, do you agree with that? I, yeah, I, I think everyone's just a bit shell-shocked at the moment. I think that the Dutch are elated but disappointed. The French are surprised. The Americans <laughs> don't know what to think. Yeah. Um, and then the like Belgians a, yeah. are like, oh, where's our trophy? <laughs> right. so, Can we talk about how the Dutch were celebrating on the start straight? Oh, no, I didn't see it. Oh, they were they were losing their minds on the start straight. I was watching. That's where I was standing, and then you could see the realization that they didn't win, and France had won. And I chuckled personally because they felt my pain a little bit. Like the, the oh, I thought I they were celebrating over their second. Yeah. That's their best no, no, finish. No, no, no. That's they, their best finish ever. So they won. Won. They were Are you sure? Screaming, running. Yeah, their guy okay. tackled Hurlings off his bike. I mean, it was. Uh, okay. It was pandemonium yeah. because everyone thought that France was third, and with the web crash, it was basically USA, the Dutch, and then French going into the last lap and a half, and then yeah. everything went to shit. Um, and that all changed it. I, I promise you that those people celebrating, maybe they, they didn't know that everyone, well, the math was all changing, yeah. you know, yeah. second by second. But uh, I mean, the French didn't know they won either because I was standing by French people and they had no idea. I, uh, I hate to say I called it, but I watched the first moto and I was in the Fox Tower with Eric Bernard, and he said, Oh, the, the Dutch are going to win this. And I said, no, Kohlenhoff doesn't have 30 in him. He didn't have it in the first moto. The last 10, I don't know if that's a GP thing, the last 5 to 10 of the first moto, he dropped a lot of spots. And I'm like, hold on. This is Webb was catching him. I'm like, he's dropping spots. And sure enough, he dropped a lot of spots. He just didn't have it. If Kohlenhoff had been able to maintain that third place, they had it. But... I mean, is that kind of what you see from him? Yeah, I yeah. think he admitted that afterwards as well. He said in the press conference, he had arm pump and didn't ride well. Yeah. So I mean, well, he was he was celebrating like it was 1999 in the in the comp uh, the impound yeah, yeah, area yeah. because he thought they had won. He was yeah, high fiving yeah. and I mean, huh. acting as if he had won. He was celebrating appropriately Dutch. for a win. Right. And I'm not saying I, I, that didn't make me feel good, but at the same time, I, I didn't know who won either until I walked in here. I thought they won, and then I saw France won. I started going back through the math in my head and. I felt a little bad for Hurlings more than anyone because he performed. And for a, if they would have won, I feel like he was the one that attributed to the win. The other two were okay, you know, but they didn't. They weren't winning performances like Hurlings was. Hurlings was truly special today, I felt. He didn't win the first moto, I understand that, but he was special today, all weekend, really. I'm tempted to ask if you two guys are going to come back next year, but it's more of a question of whether we're going to come over to you. Yeah, really, we'll be there, don't worry. Uh, well, all right, everybody, that's a, that's a wrap. Uh, a nutty, surprising Exciting, depressing motocross nations, all of those. We got 10th. Canada got 10th. Canada got Benoit. At least Anderson's okay. It would would be a real shame if if Anderson was seriously hurt over that because it could have been, I mean, it could have very easily been serious. They were going to let him race or he was checking out okay and then they said, uh, they asked him about his foot injury and apparently he said, what foot injury? And that was, okay, all right, we now need to check you up. Well, in in true Europe, injury style he had a neck brace on was on a stretcher and wrapped in tarps yeah no yeah. being carried yeah, off yeah. the track yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> it was pretty dramatic no and, the, and then the ambulance left lights are blazing right, right. lights are blazing yes. like it was code for right and that's yeah. what people are people are texting me and asking me it's okay and i'm like 
I saw him sitting up. Yeah. I saw him sitting yeah, up yeah, by yeah. the finish line, right. and then all of a sudden, it was like he redlined yeah. or whatever code code Flat blue, line. whatever Flat it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they by the time something something must have happened for the medics to panic. Right. Um, but well, I'm yeah. just happy he's okay. Yeah, he's, he's all right. It, it was a nutty as nations we live. So, but Canada really was a story. So, all right, everybody, thanks. Pro Circuit, Pulpcast from Italy. Thanks, Wheeler. Prince for everything, as usual. Thanks, Steve. Keep up your classwork. JT, we'll get him next year.